This week on the TorontoGameDesk.com podcast, we talk about Assassin's Creed, Far Cry Primal, and Brett's Job Search 2016. What's up, everyone? This is episode 27 of the TorontoGameDose.com podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Steve, the main dude behind TorontoGameDose.com. I actually don't know if it is episode 27 or if I just made that up. Yeah, episode 27. Like yeah, perfect. Episode 27. So I was right. Uh, <laughs> with me, as always, is Brett from Hard Circle. So Still freelancer. Yep. Still, still free agent, <laughs> rather. Yep. Still unemployed. <laughs> uh, and... The other person who is a freelancer, but all the, but is employed, is Dan. Yep. <laughs> I don't have a job, job. Just you know, regular freelance stuff. I am working on some stuff. So, oh, buddy, you're gonna turn it on. I I have like all the faith in the world. Yeah, I got a couple things in the in there. It just we'll see, we'll see. One of them, if it turns out. The way I want it to turn out, I'll be in. I'll be working in Europe. So, really, yeah, intriguing. There should be a new uh, new section of the podcast each week until you <laughs> until you're working again. Just like what's what's Brett been up to? <laughs> How's the what job up? search? Job search 2016. <laughs> job search 20. Yeah, we're no longer friends 2016. It's job <laughs> search 20. <laughs> <It> got moved. <laughs> friends took yeah. a backseat. <laughs> oh man, I've I've put it like. Like tons, I can't even count how many resumes I put out there. And I've I, the good thing is, like, people are responding, so people I'm actually getting the looks, which is a good thing. Oh, yeah, but the downside is, is like, for every like 10, it's an, like every 10 is a no, and then there's like maybe one what, yes, <laughs> like, let's go to the next stage. Mm-hmm. So it's it's been pretty good. Like I'm actually quite happy with uh, the turnout so far because like EA's actually emailed me back. <laughs> So that's a good thing. EA never used to email me. <laughs> never. So I'm like, yeah, I'm moving up. So I'm not sure if I mentioned this before, but like when I first uh, started looking for work and I was um, like fresh out of school, mm. when I was, I, I went to, I did a film scoring degree. And then when I came back, I was like, not really, I didn't really know what to do. So I just kind of like, you know, shotgun and just kind of tried to talk to everybody. Yeah. And um, nobody cared. Nobody. Like, I was too green at the time. Like, nobody cared. Yeah. And some place gave me a chance, ended up spending three years there. And then by the time I was done there, everybody was on board. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, could, I could make a career freelance. And all the same people that I talked to beforehand mm-hmm. were just like, yeah, yeah, here's, here's a gig. Here's something to do, you know? Yeah. Whatever. So, it's yeah, I experienced the exact same thing. It's kind of funny how that works. I feel, as, I feel bad for any, anyone who's green. In for the video game industry, I feel bad for them because mm-hmm. like it's going to be super hard for them because there's nothing out there. Like I've I've been looking for purely just pure game design. So if I, and like there's no junior positions out there right now. It's either senior lead or or, or greater senior, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow. If I was a junior right now, fresh out of school, holy crap, would I be scared? Because there's nothing for them. Nothing. Interesting. Yeah. So and then, like and I'm I'm sitting there and I'm been doing games for nine years now, and I'm like, okay, am I senior or am I a lead? And a lot of the senior positions have been like, nope, you're not you're not senior enough. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wow. 
all right, thanks. <laughs> like, how much more work do I need to do to become an actual senior designer, right? So, I feel, I feel. Is it based I, on like release titles? Is it based on years of experience? I think experience? it's a little bit of everything. Yeah, I definitely. So uh, it's subjective then, too, probably. Yeah, yeah, on. yeah, yeah. Like uh, Ubisoft is like, have you shipped a triple A title? And it's like. Dude, I'm in freaking Ontario. <laughs> You're the only AAA studio around. Well, maybe Rockstar. But it's like, where else am I supposed to get that, right? So I would say this to all the kids. Uh, don't look at Ontario as your job source. Like, leave the country and find work elsewhere. Honestly, like, when, when I was looking for work, when I first got back from school, um, you know, I, I actually ended up going to school twice after the second time. Mm. Um, you know the that company that ended up taking a chance on me, and I spent a couple years or three years there. Before, the reason they they took that chance was because I was like just doing data entry for them mm. at first one summer, and then I was still looking for work. I would like to, to your point, I would have gone anywhere, right? Mm-hmm. Like there was uh, you know some bites in Europe. There was one bite in Montreal, so I ended up going to Montreal and just doing this job interview and I told the guys I was working for, I was like, listen, I, I'm taking a long weekend, going to Montreal, visit some friends. I got to do this mm-hmm. job interview. And uh, I would have went out to Montreal, like no problem. Yeah. Wherever it happened to be, it was like a massive multiplayer online company. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was down to two guys. And then when I got back, they were like, well, he's looking for work. So let's just give him this office. And so I ended up staying there for a long time. Yeah. And I didn't end up going to Montreal, but I would have went anywhere because it yeah. didn't seem like it was going to happen in the video game industry, at least um, mm-hmm. over here. Well, that's how I, that's always been my approach with work is I will go wherever mm-hmm. because I'm, I'm kind of lucky in my life personally that I don't have, I don't have a child. Like I don't have a lot of anchors. Like the only anchor I have is my cat and my long-term girlfriend mm-hmm. who totally knows the life that we're in. Right. Like, right. like I've, we already discussed it yesterday. I'm like, I might have to go to Europe to work. And she's like, go to Europe, like have fun. <laughs> like, really? Cool. Eh? Yeah. So it's kind of like I, I'm lucky in that sense where I will go wherever the work is because that is by far the most important thing. You have to go where the work is. Because mm-hmm. if you're not getting any bites in Ontario, then you better be looking at America, like get your passport, start looking into visas. Like, it's easy for us as Canadians to actually go and work in America. Uh, it's easier for us to go to Europe, actually. I think there's a little bit more legwork to get to a visa for America, but I think so too. yo, Europe is open to us. So. There's also other parts of Canada too, right? Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> if you can't get work in Canada, then start looking elsewhere. There you go, straight from the horse's mouth. Don't you want yep. that free healthcare though, bro? What? Who cares? I can come back to Canada. It's not like it goes away when you leave. <laughs> they don't take it away. <laughs> oh, you're leaving Canada? No more of this. <laughs> yeah. You just feel like your boss in uh, in Portugal. Uh, yeah, I'm going to Canada. I got a doctor's appointment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got to go home and do all my uh, checkups and stuff. See you guys. <laughs> I've been having this pain in my neck. I just need to go to the doctor. Yep. <laughs> I wonder how that would work. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Perfect. So, uh, kind of a small. Actually, wait. We gotta do hype time. Let's do. Let's go to hype time. Hype. 
I didn't even do it this week because Brett's been giving me a hard time about it every week. So it's like, I'm, I'm going to sewer Brett, let him do it to himself. But I didn't. <laughs> I rolled with it and it's still awesome. Um, Brett, do you want to talk about game dev drinks or no? Uh, I don't have my information up in front of me. Hold on. You said you said last week that you would have yeah. all this stuff. Yeah, I have to actually update the link, uh, the Eventbrite today. Oh, I see. That was on my to do things list. You know, when you're busy as I am. <laughs> uh, let's see who we got. Okay, so coming up for March twenty third, twentieth. Whoops, nope. Yeah, twenty third, March twenty third. Um, we have New World Interactive coming to town. Um, the guy who will be doing the talk is Andrew Spearin, and he'll be coming in talking about uh, the game called Insurgency. Um, all this information will be up on Eventbrite probably tonight to get your information, like get the tickets and all that stuff, which don't really matter, but, you know, <laughs> <laughs> metrics matter, so I can do my math. But, yeah, he'll be coming in, and, uh, uh, yeah, I should have done this on the yesterday, but I didn't. But, yeah, I got it all. That's all. That's all I'm hyping right now. It's just game dev drinks. Nice. Um, I've never up. played it, but I've heard good things. I've heard that it's pretty, uh, mm-hmm. pretty massive. Yeah, I was. He sent me some screenshots and stuff, and I'm like, wow, this is this is really really dope. Like two million sold, massive. Like, uh, like yeah, quite good. And the Metacritic, I think, is up to ninety two percent. I think wow. it's Metacritic, or no, that could be the Steam the Steam uh, Metacritic user ratings is ninety two percent plus. Yep, and I think they're coming out with a an a expansion or a, a sequel called Sandstorm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're coming out on uh, PS4, <clears throat> Xbox One, and PC. I'm watching some gameplay footage as we speak. It's pretty gritty looking. Mm-hmm. Metacritic has a 74, uh, but user score is 8.7. So mm, that's cool. People seem to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm not familiar with this game at all. Where where are they? Are they Toronto or Hamilton or? Um. It, he, he, I think he was around. Yeah, he was around the Dundas yeah, scene. He's, he's yeah, Toronto, uh, Dundas Hamilton area. Yeah, and I think he like, I don't know. I know the whole team's not in Hamilton. They're I in, think they're like around the world. Like he's like, yeah, he was telling me they're in Netherlands. Yeah, like he's got an office in the Netherlands with like a 30, 30 man team. I see. Yeah. Which I, I'm not sure why he ended up there. I think a lot, I, you know. I think they're from around the world, though. It's not. Uh, like, yeah, our team of 28 developers span the globe from United States, Canada, United Kingdom, Netherlands, Germany, Serbia, Ukraine, Mexico, and Australia. The business is headquartered in Denver, Colorado. So, mm, that's for those tax tax incentives. <laughs> <laughs> well, they seem to be doing it right. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm really interested in his story. Just because it seems like ridiculous, like <laughs> yeah, and they they How announced uh, actually they announced four days ago Insurgency Sandstorm mm. uh, for PS4 and stuff, and I wasn't on the ball on this one. I'll get it on the yeah. Side. <laughs> What's up with that? Uh, we'll we'll get into that, but uh, <laughs> uh, that's all I have for hype. So that's fair. Um, I mentioned it on the last couple of podcasts, but there's the Diversity Jam at George Brown College on March 4th. Uh, so next week, yeah, next weekend. Mm. Um, so you can check that out. It's on the site as well. So mm-hmm. 
um, if you're into jams. And like Dan said, and actually people, a lot of people kind of email me asking like, how do I get in the scene? They'll be like contractors or, or designers or something like that. They're like, how do I get into the scene? And mm-hmm. uh, we've kind of mentioned it before and Dan mentioned it as well that like just go to these game jams and go to all these other meetups and just start networking and, and whatnot. So, yeah. Yeah. At the Great Ham Jam, um, there was a guy I met there, uh, Steve Mark, super nice guy, talented sound designer. He just came out and uh, and composer. Mm-hmm. He just came out and me and him just we, we, we like instantly right on the first day, we just teamed up mm-hmm. and just tackled everything together. You know, just like a small two man team. And uh, we probably ended up working on, you know, there were 17 games made. I think we worked on well over half, probably 10, 10 or 11 games. And uh, and it was great. It met a lot of people. Nice. So, you know, and, and then Steve came out to GDD after. And, you know, he was talking it up with a, with a whole bunch of people. Uh, me and him and Matt Ricks there had a pretty interesting conversation. Steve knows a lot about games. Like he... He's very, very uh, knowledgeable. And, yeah, we just, you know, it's a perfect example of someone who came out to do his thing and is kind of just hobnobbing with all the devs now and just talking it up. Yeah. So so what are these jams? Do it. <laughs> yeah, go. I uh, just want to give a shout-out to patrons, Chris, Anthony, Dan, Rory, and Toby, uh, Steven, Renaud, EM, Lee, and Brian. Check out their stuff. Check them out. <laughs> Renaud does a lot of cool stuff with synths. That's why. That's why I like him. He's awesome. Yeah, he's he's well known. Yeah. Um, if you're just to like Google his name, you'll see him all over the place. Yeah, he's yeah, he's a super awesome guy too. Like just just to talk with him, I've had a couple conversations with him. Really, really nice guy. And uh, and yeah, he's a little sound wizard too, which is pretty cool to see. Nice. Uh, Perfect. If that's it for well, Dan, do you got anything you want to hype up or? Um, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, my stuff is all the same as Brett's stuff. I'm kind of like just not not necessarily helping him, but not not helping him. <laughs> that's that's a fair way to put it, right, Brett? Hey, would, yep. you, would you say you're his Robin to? Uh, not quite. No, Yo, not quite. I'm Superman. Alf- yeah. Alfred to to Batman. Uh, Alfred, yeah, maybe it's Alfred. Yeah, Sick. <laughs> yo, I do need uh, some drives to a couple places this week. <laughs> Bring the car around, Dan. <laughs> you gotta start calling them Jeeves. Jeeves. All right, Jeeves. What up, Jeeves? We gotta go hit up St. Catharines this week. So, all right, perfect. But you have to sit in the car. Okay, I just wait. This is you a got- good place. You can go in St. Catharines. You can go and get like. A drink, and then pick me back up. You gotta, you gotta keep the car running too. Well, I, I, th- that's the thing. I'm, I can only give you a ride somewhere that I'm already going to. <laughs> that's well, stipulation. I heard <laughs> that you are going to think Catherine. I actually am. Not this week though. My my uh, godson's getting married soon out there. That's cool. Maybe you should go the, like early just to get a lay of the land, <laughs> and then you know. That's a good idea. <laughs> Uh, let's go on to news time then. News, news, news. <laughs> Dan, Dan, you've just given up on syncing with Brett. I'm done. I'm, I'm going to make you cut the good one out. Put it in there. <laughs> I don't even know what episode that is now. You're going to have to listen to them all. Uh, Probably like 25. <laughs> no, 25. <laughs> 
Twenty five was the one with uh, game dev. Uh, sorry, at Ham oh, Jam. then it's it's probably like twenty four then. Uh, <laughs> if anyone's listening for that, yeah, anyone, I think it was the one before that. If anyone listening just happens to listen to that one and then this one, they'll know. Uh, just let me know because <laughs> just, just listen to them all, man. <laughs> Every now and then I do go back and listen to like the earlier podcast to make sure that we have some sort of uh, progress going like from like the first couple episodes to these ones. How are we doing? Uh, no, they all kind of sound the same. Uh, <laughs> That's they're, good. They're all pretty crappy. <laughs> That's a good thing though. <laughs> they all got the same like flow and stuff like that. And it's kind of, it's not surprising. It's not like we've updated our like mics or anything like, or setup or anything like that. Like, no. Just making it happen. Yeah, it's just a Skype call. That's all. That's it's, all it it's it's cool that you got the intro and outro music in there, though. That's pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jake Bunno, intro music. Thank you. Dan, thank you for the outro music. No problem. Um, yeah, so this week uh, was actually... I don't think it was te- necessarily a slow week. I saw stuff and I tweeted stuff and whatnot, but uh, it was a slow week on the site. I didn't really do much posts because Far Cry Primal came out, and it was a busy week, like, personally. Um but Far Cry Primal came out, and so we'll talk more, or I'll talk more about that, but there are only two things today to kind of reiterate. So, <laughs> <laughs> number one, One More Story Games announces they're working with uh, New, York, New York Times bestselling author Charlene Harris. Um, so we talked about One More Story Games a few weeks ago, because they, they have like basically a platform uh, where writers can post their games up, or post their stories up to this platform to make like digital interactive games um and so this is kind of a big big thing for them that they like grabbed someone who uh i think like this i don't know i'm not a big book person i'll be honest but i think charlene harris like wrote the books that like true blood is based off of or something i don't know i don't know um i know very little so i will look into this (laughs) thank you i might have just lied but yeah you're right sookie stackhouse yeah yeah, boom. True Blood uh, was an all right show. It's still on, isn't it? No, it's over. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, season finale, series finale. Just watch the first oh. episode and then watch the last episode. Yeah, that's the one to do. Yeah. Um, so they're not taking that story. It's Shakespeare's landlord. So I'll just read the quote. Shakespeare's landlord is the first novel in a five-part series featuring Lily Bard, a tough and complicated woman who is determined to hide her nightmarish past from her small-town neighbors. After someone across a body being dumped in a park late at night, Lily embarks on a journey to find the killer, as well as the reason they're trying to frame her for the murder. And so this is going to become like an interactive story game. Um, and so you can check out everything on One More Stories like, uh, website uh, or on their Twitter or what have you. And maybe check out, like, it's, uh, did I say, I think it's, like, coming, like, later this year. Um, and so you can check out some of, like, the stories that they do have up currently just to get an idea of, like, what the, I guess, what the platform is. Because it is unique. Like, I don't know anyone else doing a similar thing. So, mm-hmm. And uh, shout out to our friends up in Barry because they're, they're one of the Barry studios. So. Nice. Cool. Yeah. Nice. More stories. I got to try one of these. I played uh, the the one we talked about a few weeks ago was hard hard vacuum lullaby, mm-hmm. uh, and I played that. And it was fun. I liked it. I like story based games. Like the mm-hmm. um, DS had a lot of them, like Phoenix Ride and stuff like that. So um, well, it's on iOS, so I should really try one. I'm going to try one out this week. Yep. Um, so hit that up and uh, you know follow them at One More Story Games. Uh, check out all their other st- all their other stuff too. So 
Moving right along to number two, and the final thing. <laughs> Thrive Games relaunches Kickstarter for Dragon of Legends. So these are both stories that I mentioned last week, by the way, that I just didn't get around to writing. But um, the Dragon of Legends Kickstarter launched uh, like two or three weeks ago, and uh, it had a good initial momentum, and then it kind of fizzled out. And yeah. they decided to relaunch it with a lower... Um, funding goal because an investor had come and said like i guess i i don't know the whole situation but basically it sounded like the investor said if you can raise like however much money in kickstarter uh then we'll fund like the rest of the game right so as of right now uh they've raised sixteen thousand dollars uh of their twelve thousand dollar goal so they hit their goal and now they're on to like stretch goals so the stretch goal that they just passed i gotta scroll down to it now um where are these stretch goals oh uh, they just unlocked it's like way at the bottom. Yeah, new warlock class unlocked, and then the next one at twenty grand is uh, expanded bestiary and new PVE arenas. So, um, so what was their original goal? Do you remember? It was 60K. I think it was sixty. Oh, yeah. 60. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, which I I didn't. Oh, I haven't actually funded this one. I'll fund. I'll back. I'll back it after this. But get on it, man. Yeah. Well, have you? I funded the sixty thousand one, and I haven't gotten to this one yet. Oh, there you go. Get on it then. Yeah, but I I did the sixty thousand. Now I got to do a twelve thousand. So I'm just like, you know what? I'm gonna wait because it might get pulled down again. So, <laughs> well, they you reached, never know. They hit their funding, so yeah, they're not gonna pull down now. Why would they? Yeah. Well, now I'm gonna wait. Make them wait for my money. <laughs> <laughs> There's still twenty six there, days day left. One. There's still twenty six days left to go as of right now. So by the time most of you listen to this podcast, it'll be like twenty three or so days. So lots of time still, um, lots of different prizes and stuff too. So I think like the lowest one that you can actually get a copy of the game is just like the ten dollar one. Um, yeah, and get a digital. Co- yeah, ten bucks. So ten a ten dollar game. Um, yep. And then there's different prizes and stuff like that. So friends in Hamilton, uh, they've been to game dev drinks and stuff like that. Good, yep. good group of guys. The game looks awesome. It's like pretty gorgeous pixel art. Mm-hmm. Um. Give it, yeah, check out their Kickstarter. Do it. Thrive Games, Dragon of Legends. Uh, <laughs> and that's it. Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm curious how, how the game actually flows within within gameplay. Because I'm not really sure. Just based on the, the, um, the videos and, and the mm-hmm. GIFs and stuff like that, it's, it's kind of hard to tell exactly. I haven't read all the, uh, the English on this, though. Right. So I'm not really sure. Is this a turn-based thing or is this? Uh, uh, I think it's like action Zelda. RPG. Yeah, action RPG. Is it action RPG? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Neat. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Yeah. Cool. Um, I have I've yet to see it like in person, like play it behind the scenes or anything like that. Played. So it's been shrouded in mystery for a while, but it's coming along. So I thought there was a. Uh... I thought I had a gameplay video on one of them. Mm. Thought I made it wrong, but yeah, I haven't played it either. Uh, I would love to though. Same. It looks pretty dope. I know as well. They tweeted. Uh, someone asked them about like console releases too, and yeah. um, they just kind of said like, "Look forward to the stretch goals." So I'm assuming, I'm hoping that like a PS4 version is like a, a stretch goal, which would be sick. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll have to wait and see for that. Yeah, because like w- when they're all sort of gathered around like the massive enemy and just chipping away at him, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm wondering how that, that, that stuff sort of works. 
just um, you know, just gameplay wise. Mm-hmm. How how is that actually working? Are you uh, are there moves like are you evading stuff or is it just hack and slashing on those big guys or what's uh, I'm really curious to see it in action. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I guess we, we will soon. Yeah, maybe we'll get like a a demo out there soon. Let me say, maybe they can be a, a game dev drinks, Brad. Uh, they will be eventually. Yeah, they should for sure. It so. will happen. When they're ready, so yeah, true. Um, oh yeah, I'm, I'm looking at that one where they're all attacking the big dude. Yeah, it just yeah, makes I think how 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 the mechanics work with the, with the battling exactly. Because yeah. you see some some like hacking and slashing and stuff like that. And I'm just wondering, like, oh, yeah, because there's a few where they're attacking like a big guy. And there's like four characters around him. Yeah, and it almost makes it look like like it is sort of strategy or turn based or something like that. Yeah, and then. But then there's other ones where you're like, where it seems like they're running around killing smaller guys, and just really interested to see what what it is. I mean, I'm sure maybe it probably explains in all the English that they got on here on the site. So I should probably just read it. Yeah, you should just read it, dude, because it does explain it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> maybe you should just read stuff. Just read it, man. Oh, here. What what, what about Xbox One, PS4, Vita, Wii U, 3DS? We would love to bring Dragon Legends to these consoles, and depending on the interest support, this would absolutely be a possibility. Getting onto Steam is our priority right now, as our funding goal would allow us to do that on the platform. But these console mm-hmm. versions are currently locked behind stretch goals, as they would need additional finances to make them work correctly. So, boom. Cool. Um, yeah, so check it out, and you know, follow them on Twitter. Thrive Games is the studio, uh, and, and uh, check all that stuff out. I keep just looking at the gifts and they look awesome. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah, it's a great looking game. Yeah. Uh, that's it for the news. Just two things. Um, news, news, news. News, news. <laughs> uh, so, so why was there so uh, little news this week? Oh, okay, yeah. Engaging <laughs> action-based com- Sorry, I'm just reading the, the combat system. Go ahead. Why was there so little news? Uh, reminder, it's just me who writes the news. Um <laughs> But Far Cry Primal came out. Came out on Tuesday. Ubisoft. It's a Ubisoft joint. Ubisoft Toronto helped out with it. They still haven't said what they specifically worked on. Um, the one guy I was talking to said he would like look into see if he can tell me. But it, maybe it might. If it was just like assets or something, they might not be able to say. Or if it was just like random stuff, who knows? Um, but basically, Far Cry Primal came out, and I am reviewing the game. Uh, so I wanted to kind of make that a focus the review will come out before the end of the next or before the next week like before the next episode cool um but i mean we can we can do like i guess my general thoughts and like i've, I've kind of decided how i want to do the review structure too so we can talk about that uh as well as just like the games we've been playing and stuff like that since it is like a, a slower week totally on my fault there was like a there was a big ontario media event or something this week that i was going to go to and then couldn't at the very last second and uh Missed out on a chance to play some games, but... What was that? Uh, I was getting an email here. Let me look it up. Uh, run the podcast, Brett, for a second. Running it. Okay, Brett. So, what's I, new? I got, to, I got to play Severed on PS Vita. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Talk did. about that. So do your do your thoughts on Severed. Um, it almost made me want to buy a PS Vita on the spot, to be honest. Boom, uh, really? Except PS Vita still is too expensive for the fact that it's basically Dunsky. 
200 bucks just didn't seem right to spend on something that was like on its way out you know in terms of like there's not many new games coming out for it or anything like that Mm -hmm. um that being said there's a huge backlog i haven't played but you know i was just kind of like 200 bucks for this damn but uh, if you have one i would highly suggest it it was a lot of fun i played through the whole demo Mm -hmm. um there i couldn't listen to anything so i couldn't listen to any of the any of the music or the audio but um uh, the gameplay mechanics, it's, it's interesting. That, that was part of the reason I mentioned it about uh, Dragon of Legends because um, watching the footage on uh, of Severed, it, it was funny how much I didn't really get about the game in terms of the fighting mechanic that is actually, um, it's, it's really easy. You don't have to be really taught much. Right. You, like they teach you how to parry. Um, and and counter and stuff like that. And then once you got that together, um, it's really interesting because you've got sort of like four uh, viewing points, you know, north, south, east, and west. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you could switch to anyone at any given point, but you're never only, you know, you start by only looking at one enemy, but it quickly evolves so that you actually, at any one of those four points, you could have an enemy. Yeah. And, uh, or multiple enemies. And then there's little like counters at the bottom, like dials that will uh, give you a countdown as to when they're going to be ready to attack. Right. So you have to manage your time, and you know the guy on, at the south might have might be ready to attack in like a second, and the guy in front of you has some time. So you got to switch to the south, parry his attack, switch back, attack the other guy, switch to the west to kill that one, and then keep mm-hmm. moving. And it's actually uh, it's actually pretty intense. Um, and that, like the the boss battle at the end of the uh, the demo was a lot of fun, and I almost and it was like you know I was just kind of getting right into it there at EB Games, just like come on, come on, I got this. <laughs> yeah, some little uh, kids behind you wanting to play, like, can yeah, I play? like get out of here, kid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it was uh, it was great. I had I had a lot of fun playing it, and um, like I said, it almost made me want to buy a PS Vita on the spot. So. Um, I'm hoping it comes out for something that I will have. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, Im- Im- impressive. Definitely. So, I-, I-, I feel like I could get, uh, and I'm, uh, I may just not have figured it out yet because I just played the demo quickly. Right. But I feel like it'd be really easy to get lost in the world because, like, it, you know, it's, it's not necessarily a smooth transition from one room to the next, it's mm-hmm. kind of like a crossfade. So you can see that there's a path to the north, and then when you go through it, it does like a crossfade between um, the views. It's not like a very clear and um, continuous path that you walk through to get to the north. You know what I mean? Right. It's kind of like you're just changing rooms, and they do an, a crossfading effect to feel like you you got to the next room. Mm-hmm. And then I was kind of like, oh man, I, I'm getting lost. Like I could easily get super lost in this because you can't really you don't not really sure which direction you came from some of the time is there a map or that's the thing uh i can't i couldn't remember i couldn't i didn't see a map i'm sure there probably is one uh which would make the whole experience a lot easier or maybe you or maybe you get one yeah maybe you have to find it yeah maybe you have to find it sort of zelda style yeah exactly so uh or maybe there was one in the pause screen but i was just so focused on playing the game and not you know spending all afternoon at eb games (laughs) so uh 
so that if there's a map, then that's a lot easier. If you're not using the map, you can easily get lost. Because like I said, you know what I mean? It's not like you're walking down a corridor and you see the walls passing as you go through. It's kind of like you're changing rooms. Yeah. Sort of a crossfade. But um, but it was a lot of fun, man. Nice. It's, it's, my, it's like my number one like game I'm looking forward to right now. Cool. Um, I hope it comes to the Wii U. <clears throat> I'm surprised I was the first out of three of us to get to play it. <laughs> uh, I played it like at a bit bizarre, like probably a year ago now. Ah, damn it! So, oh, who's the <laughs> hipster Steve? Oh yeah, <laughs> I played it before anyone of you knew what it was. Yeah, are <laughs> you like stroking your beard right now? <laughs> Maybe. Um, I'm kind of. I kind of always am though, just playing with my beard. I know you are. Um, that's awesome. I, I mean, I gotta imagine we use like on their on their sort of radar. I but I would I would bet any amount of money that like the iPad version is it, like there's going to be an iPad iPhone version. Yeah, um, yeah. I hope they do a a Droid version because I'll I'll probably pick it up for the Droid for sure. Yeah. Um. I mean, we'll we'll see. But any sort of touch, anything with a touch screen, uh, like 3ds, Wii U. Uh, any of the tablets, phones, whatever. Like, I don't know what they'll do for the I, PS4 though. So, or the I, Xbox. No, I, I don't think it would come. Like, I don't know if it would come to those consoles, yeah. right? I could be wrong, but like, it seems to me like, like for instance, with Alto's Adventure, right? They they released it on on Droid, but they released it for free because mm-hmm. and and did they mention because of piracy rates and stuff like that? They they said yeah, based on. Um, Monument Valley's like they they mm-hmm. Monument right. Valley I guess posted about just piracy, and uh, <clears throat> I guess Android uh, like I don't know that world and we've we've talked about it before but like I guess piracy is just more of an issue on Android. I've heard mm-hmm. I've heard this too. I, I if if you know if I was uh, Drinkbox I'd be like meh, <laughs> not maybe at the end like at the very end. Okay, yeah. calm down. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, don't yeah, I don't feel like giving it to the pirates. I. I, I don't know. Do they ha- is, uh, does Android as a platform have like uh, really good high end um, premium games? Or is, it, or is there like a lot I... of ad free games? Like, is there uh, like what's the what's that one that's similar to Sever? It's like Infinity something. Infinity Blade. Yeah, Infinity mm-hmm. Blade. Like that. That shit looks like amazing. Like, is there a game like that on Android? Um, aside from that game, because it's on Droid. Oh, is it? Yeah, Infinity Infinity Blade's on Droid, and it's and it's a premium like paid game, right? I uh, I don't know if it's a premium paid game or not. I have to double check that because it kind of seems like Alto's and I could be wrong because I, I, I honestly I don't know as much as you do about it, but it kind of seemed like you know with Alto's adventures they um that they just sort of monetize it in a way that they thought might be best by just giving it for free because the piracy rates were so bad anyway right and uh i'd be hesitant to release anything premium on there that wasn't like sort of a casual play experience you know yeah because how do you add ads in in severed you don't i don't think oh there's always a way (laughs) i'm sure they would like you know definitely cut their pinkies off before adding ads to that game every every room you go into you get an option to like buy the map yeah. <laughs> just so bad they'd probably be like uh no watch this video to open the map 
<laughs> yeah, like like a, it seems like the kind of game that they wouldn't compromise on their artistic vision of mm-hmm. to put ads in. Um, reminds me of. Um, <clears throat> What's we'll see. Called? We should we should point out because we've we've spoken about Severed a few times. We should point out that like it right now it is just announced for Vita. Like there's there's no other like mm-hmm. announced things. They could just release it for Vita and like then release whatever. Like then just like move on. Who knows? Yeah, um, of course. So I just want to I just want to say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's definitely a good point. Um, I, I'm just I guess I'm talking in generalities. You know what I mean? Right, right. right. No, yeah, of course. Yeah. Cool. Um, so the event that I couldn't go to was the Ontario Media Development Corporation, mm. oh. uh, IDM showcase. So the show, so I was like confused. The showcase was like five to six on Thursday and I thought that yeah. was just it. And I couldn't make that after work, but apparently it went past like till eight, till eight. And by then mm. it was like too late. Um, but like everyone was there, like meta, meta Net software was there. Uh, Phantom Compass was there. Lots, lots of people. Mm-hmm. I was going to like interview some of them. It was actually would have been a cool event, but couldn't make it. Um, so, so what specifically was it about? I guess so. The Ontario Media Development Corporation invites you to attend an advanced preview of upcoming interactive digital media showcase. Fourteen digital media companies, supported by the OMDC over the past decade, will showcase their critically and commercially acclaimed projects. Enjoy a private tour. Blah 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 blah. So okay. it was like. It was basically just like here's some games that we funded, like that the Ontario government has funded over the years, and it was just like a showcase for that. That's cool. Yeah, it would have been awesome. Um, but uh, I was like, t- th- these last two weeks, if you've emailed me, I apologize because like these last two weeks have been brutal for emails, and I've just <laughs> been so bad at getting back to them. It's it's one of my like goals for March, although you don't really make monthly goals, but it's one of my goals for March to not be so shitty at emails. <laughs> you can do it, man. But if you want to email me, Steve at TorontoGindos.com. Um, cool. So so Dan got to play Severed. Uh, before I talk about Far Cry then, Brett, what did you play this week? Oh, geez. Yeah, I'm putting you on the spot. Uh, what well, have I been playing? So I'm playing Assassin's Creed uh, Rogue. I'm, yeah, I'm playing that. And I've been playing a ton of mobile stuff. Uh, so... Clash of Clans came out with, uh, or Supercell came out with a game called Clash Royale, and it's pretty much a card game MOBA, and it's really fun. Like it, it's just a fun game. The monetization side to it is ridiculous. They those guys know what's up, but I haven't monetized yet, so that's a good thing. But the game itself is really good. Like I, I actually enjoyed it quite a bit. Clash and, Royale. Uh, hmm? Clash Royale. Clash Royale. Clash Royale. It's a fun little game. Um, what else am I playing? Man, I have so much free time now. That's all. That's, that's yeah. That's all I've been playing. How is Assassin's Creed Rogue? Which one is that? Where is that one located? Uh, Rogue is pretty much like it feels like it's part three to the whole like Connor and Kenway franchise. Oh, I see. It's in the it's in that realm still. So like everyone's still around. <laughs> It's kind of weird. So yeah, uh, the character is Shay something McCornet. I can't remember his last name, but his name is Shay, and uh, it's pretty much set in the same universe. Like you're still dealing with all that stuff. Is there is there ships and stuff? Oh yeah. <gasps> yep. Oh, that was like my yeah. biggest disappointment. They made four, and it was so good because you're a pirate, and I was like, this is the best thing ever. And then they stopped being. They stopped letting me be a pirate. For mm-hmm. The next ones. I haven't played one since four, but. This is the one that didn't come out on PS4, so I have no way of playing this one. 
I, I yeah, I don't know what where this one came out on. I guess it was a PS3 game. I don't there know. Was, this was the one where they yeah they released PS3 and Xbox 360, and then I think Assassin's Creed uh, um, Unity? Unity was the PS4 or Xbox One one. Yeah, because I was just looking. I, I like I bought it on. Well, I bought it as a bundle, and it, I had to put it on UPlay. I haven't used UPlay in like forever. So then I just noticed Unity was sitting there. I'm like, what the hell is Unity? How did I miss this? <laughs> so there's like that weird transition of two Assassin's Creed games that I've missed. So yeah, there and then is, I, I, it's like 30, 30, 24 bucks right now. And I'm like, hmm, maybe I'll pick that up. I might pick it up. I, I don't know yet. There was, uh, yeah, there was two this year. Like two was released that year. And now they're not yeah. releasing one this year. So there's still an average of one a year. So Yeah. <laughs> And then I'll, I'll eventually get around to Syndicate. I'm not really, I'm not really. High, uh, I don't really need to play that one right now. So true. I do want to play the side-scrolling one. Um, I have. I guess it's. What is it called? Is that I, the, I the one. I, isn't there a China one, like one in China or something? Yeah, this one. Yeah, this one I have is the one in China. It's called Chron. Yeah, the Chronicles franchise. Yeah. So I got the China one. I think they're coming out. I think they just came out with an India one or something. I don't know. But yeah. I know there's a new one coming out. Yeah, I saw on there was like a Ubisoft sale on PlayStation and there was a bunch of Assassin's Creed games I'd never heard about, but they're like the side scrolling more story driven mm-hmm. ones. Yeah. But uh so so far Rogue is pretty much the same damn game. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's even, nothing nothing story wise? Or just mechanic-wise? Everything. Everything. Everything is just wow. the same. I've uh, I've never played... I mean, I have played a little bit of Assassin's Creed, but I've never, like, really dived into the franchise. Mm. Uh, I'm a fan it, eh? of it. I should, I should dive in. What one do you start with? Um... The first one. You gonna start with the first one? <laughs> no, don't... I, no. The, like, Assassin's Creed 1? Hey, everyone hates one, but just you have to play it. Okay. For the story? No. It's no, not here's, for that. Here's what you do. You have to play the first one in order to appreciate two. Because two is the best of the whole franchise, but you gotta play one just to be like, oh, I get why two is so damn good. Because one has a lot of problems with it, but then when you play two, you're like, yes, I get mm. it. They hit it here. <laughs> So I always recommend one, but but two is like the best. Honestly, but, I would say uh, Wikipedia the the story for one, <laughs> two, three, all the ones before four. Yeah, and then, play four. Uh, and then start at four, and then move on. because no. two, two was really awesome, and two yeah. improved a lot of stuff from one. But Assassin's yeah. Creed Two is also a game that's eight years old now that has had seven sequels since then. So. Yeah, they, but the thing it might have been the best jump from one to two, but like, I think four is a better game than two. No, you're wrong. You're wrong. Because <laughs> you're totally wrong. Because after the two series, it went, it deviated from assassinations. It got incredibly easy. Like two is all about being an assassin still, and that's what one is really good about. It's all about being an assassin. So one has the better gameplay. Uh, for being an assassin and completing missions as stealthy as possible, two improves on it, and then you get three, four, and five, six, seven, whatever that are just watered down versions of what one and two were, and then four is its own thing because of the boats. 
Like you only like four for the boats. <laughs> I like I like four for the the setting. Like it's and the boats and well, yeah, you're a pirate. It's like <laughs> yeah. the best pirate game ever. But it is um, like all those games, including four. I don't think they got rid of these missions till four. Uh, they always have missions where you're just kind of following people from like a few feet back. Yeah, and if you get caught, then the mission's over. All of yeah. them have that, and they're all bullshit missions. I hate, like, yeah, uh, Rogue has it too. Oh, really? I thought they got rid yeah. of it. I, I remember reading that they got rid of it after four because uh, people were like, uh, I just did a follow mission. So uh, I also don't like the story of Assassin's Creed. Like, I like the setting more. Like, I like being in, in yeah. Renaissance Italy more than I do in stupid Desmond yeah. era, whatever. Uh, yeah. And four was pretty much like you're basically working at Ubisoft. <laughs> yeah, I hate it so much. <laughs> it's so it's like, funny though. Like it's so dumb. Like <laughs> I like Ubisoft, I do, but that Wait, was how like, does whoever that work? came up with that idea is stupid. So the number, oh, f- oh uh, yeah, I think that's the one that I actually have because my 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 sister in law got me one, but which I haven't fully dived into yet. But it for my birthday, which was just last month, but. The what was it? So you're kind of like manning computer system. Or so up, so up to four, you play like the real world was Desmond, uh, you yeah. like and Desmond was like a uh, ans- or uh, an ancestor or sorry was a descendant of like all these other like people that you played as. Um, right. Yeah. And the idea was that they would, which would, makes no sense. <laughs> yeah. It's, but. Yeah. But so like they were. He was a. Uh, a like a conduit he was a descendant but so were like 400 other people probably um but basically like in this world like you can re-trigger memories uh by by being in this thing called the animus and like reliving basically the life of like renaissance italy assassin and so the the whole templar versus assassins thing is they're trying to get this like what is it it's like a ball of eden or something like that the apple Mm -hmm. of eden yeah to destroy the world or some bullshit I don't know. The story, I think, is pretty stupid. Uh, yep. Then, from my understanding, at the end of three, like they basically were just like, okay, cool, the story's done. And four, you just play as someone who works for like a video game company that uh, is developing these games where players play basically the Assassin's Creed game, uh, and you just you just keep kind of playing the game and reliving like the memory of of the guy in Assassin's Creed Four. Every now and then you get to like walk around like the the company and stuff like that, but it's yeah, totally... that's the one I've that's the one she got me, yeah, because yeah. because I, I I sort of got up to the point where I was walking around an office building, yeah, it's like what, yeah, you're just like in first person <laughs> like walking around and talking to your like staff workers and stuff, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it's I hated that so much, it's it's probably the I I don't understand why they ever thought it was a good idea to do this, but uh, I don't know, I, I always feel like. Like okay, so I'm playing Rogue and I'm playing and I'm getting like right into it. I'm like, yeah, I'm into the game, and then all of a sudden they hit you with the the Abstergo section, and I feel like every time that happens, it totally takes me out of the game. I am no longer engaged in this process, and I'm like, I have to just run through this. Like, I've Pam has left my apartment because we've gotten to Abstergo scenes. She's like, I'm done. Time to go home, and I'm like, thanks Ubisoft. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you're. That it takes a lot to bore <laughs> Pam, and like you just made the most boring part. <laughs> and it's like great, it happened again, and it happened to me last night because we got to Abstergo again. She's like, "I'm going home. You can finish this without me." <laughs> I'm like, ah, oh, damn you, Abstergo. 
I hate it. I hate those scenes so much. I want them to just get rid of them. Do you like, know what they did in uh, Syndicate and Unity and stuff, like the newer ones? Uh, no, I, I have no clue what they've done in Syndicate. I think Unity still does it. Um, I don't know what I don't know about Syndicate. I hope I hope you start like the next one. You like work for EA and mm. and Activision, and you're just playing Call of Duty inside or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I liked. Okay, like the thing is, from one to three, it actually made sense with Desmond because you actually played Desmond, right? So it kind of kind of worked. It, it was still crappy, but. Like from one to three, it made sense. Like you're like, oh, I get it. But n- then once you get to uh, four, it's like, oh, now you work at Ubisoft. It doesn't make any <laughs> sense anymore, right? It's like one through three was like a complete story. You understood it. Desmond was doing this stuff for the affa- the for the assassins, and it was weird. Like it was weird, but. Now they have to carry on from four till now with Abstergo, and it's just dumb. Like I don't know. So Abstergo was the replacement for like for Desmond. No, was, well, I thought Abstergo was the the company that you work for. Am I wrong? Yeah, but but conceptually yeah. speaking, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's uh, you can play one if you want if you want to be bored. Uh, but it's not boring. It's good. <laughs> Honestly, I would I. Maybe it might even just be best, Dan, to, or anyone listening, to just like Wikipedia all the all the stories and plot, and then just play Syndicate, just play the newest one, and then just like go from there. Um, because everyone probably has their favorite like Assassin's Creed game. I couldn't bear to go back to one right now. Even two, mm-hmm. two is like the best, and that was the best jump for me. One to two. Um, mm-hmm. Getting your own little village and like building up that village was awesome. Yeah, two is two is great. <clears throat> that was what I missed from like four. Four had like the fleet, but it wasn't like kind of the same thing. And he had an island, but it wasn't it wasn't really the same. But I don't know. Play one. Play one of them. How about that? All right. <laughs> so it looks play, like a how about just play the one that you have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Play. The, yeah, yeah, you have four. Just play four. <laughs> four is good, but like I think one is one and two is the best, and one is a good game. This should do an HD remake of one. That would be and, and fix it because, like, I know everyone everyone hated the traveling in one. That was like the main complaint, which I didn't really mind. You had fast travel, whippy do, but uh, yeah, this should this should bring that one back. It's been like ten years. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Assassin's Creed seems like it's such a new franchise, but there's like twenty games and. It was like one of the first uh, 360 games, wasn't it? Oh, I don't know. I want to see when it actually came out. Came out in 2007, November November of 2007. Damn. Yeah, that was. Oh man, we're almost at the 10 year anniversary. That's it crazy. You're right. Maybe they're gonna do a remake. Maybe Yo. that was it. Maybe that's what we should have said last week. Just a, a remastered reboot of one. Yeah, maybe. They, yeah. <laughs> cool. Maybe actually, who knows? Yo, if they do a remastered one, I will buy it. Ubisoft, you heard it. I will pay 80 bucks for a remastered version of Assassin's Creed 1. You have at least one sale. I will totally <laughs> buy it. <laughs> Actually, I'll even buy the collector's edition. If they give me uh, a dope uh, Altair statue, I am on top of that. Give it to me. <laughs> yeah, so there's nine main Assassin's Creed games. One, <laughs> two, ridiculous. Brotherhood, Revelations, three, Black Flag, <laughs> Rogue, Unity, Syndicate. And then there's like... Altair's Chronicles, which I think was the PSP game. There was a uh, there was one on Vita. There's 
other ones here. That's crazy. Um, well, I'm looking on the uh, the U Play shop, and they have like 40 games on here for Assassin's Creed. So, uh, oh, actually, they're probably counting all the other versions, right? Yeah. So the DLC and stuff too. No, they're counting like Xbox, PS4, like all the releases for the one game oh. as part of the 40. So. Yeah, true. That's, that's lame. <laughs> um, on to Far Cry Primal. Oh yeah, sure about it. <laughs> so, before I talk about Far Cry Primal, uh, I am doing the review, and so I kind of came up with a review, I guess not guideline, but just like how I'm going to structure it, and and you mm-hmm. guys can give me your thoughts because I haven't brought this up to you guys because just like every other podcast, we didn't plan anything. Um, number one. And these are just like rules that I'm just going to like structure the review by. So number one, it's going to be out of ten. Lame. <laughs> All right, it's going to be out of ten. It's going to be out of ten. It's going to be out of ten. Yeah, like it, like the scoring will be out of ten, whatever it is. All right. I wanted to have a score uh, due to that Metacritic thing that I mentioned, um, and honestly, I think there people seem to like shit all over like scores and stuff, but I think. There's a value to just like being like, I like Far Cry games. Let me just see what this game got. Oh, it got above a seven or whatever. I'm going to go pick it up. I did that with Metal Gear Solid. I saw Metal Gear Solid got like number five, got like tens. And I was like, all right, I'm I'm picking it up. I didn't read the reviews because I didn't need to know. I was just like, all right, they think it's like a really, really freaking good game. Uh, If you want to like know about the intricate stuff in the game, then you can read the review. But I'm not one of those people that say like reviews shouldn't have scores to them. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, um, this, and this is part of like limiting how many games I will review, but I want to be buying all the games that I review. I'm not going to, I'm not accepting codes to review games. If you give me codes, I'm just going to give them to Patreons or whatever. Um, this is, this is, this is for two reasons. One, um, I think the value of a game is really important in determining like what it should be given. Uh, if you get it for free, you kind of lose that. Now I understand that $80 to, to, to Brett, Dan and myself all mean different things. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, the fact that Far Cry 4 or Far Cry Primal is 80 bucks in Canada, uh, is, is significant and should like play a factor. Now every AAA game is like 80 bucks, but it's still in, it's still important. Um, money, mm-hmm. people's money is important. And so you need to, I think you need to take that into consideration the the counter argument to it is that five months six months down the line Far Cry Prime is going to be twenty bucks, yeah. And so that's just like something you have to kind of uh, weigh in when you if you read the review six months down the line. Yeah, that's when my review will come out <laughs> when it's twenty bucks. Yeah, the twenty dollar review. There's there's no multiplayer in the game, uh, and I oh, I got ima- I got imagine yeah there's no multiplayer so. And uh, I got imagined with no multiplayer, I would think that like in a few months, this, this thing will be on sale. Like I can picture a PlayStation sale in like two months where it's 40 bucks already. So Does, uh, have you played the other Far Cry games? Sorry? Have you played the other Far Cry stuff? So um, that was, let me get into that. Actually, the other reason for the money thing is uh, basically to limit the amount of games I'd be reviewing. Because if I was reviewing, if people were just giving me codes, it'd be too much work. So this gives me mm-hmm. an option to like basically pick and choose. Uh, which games I feel like buying and reviewing. Mm-hmm. Um, number three, what I would say, what I don't usually see in reviews uh, is just like what that reviewer has played that might be similar. So if someone like review is like Final Fantasy 
fan site and reviews all these Final Fantasy games, you can like probably rest assured that they're a big JRPG fan and they played all these Final mm-hmm. Fantasies. But just some guy on IGN, I don't know what like what games he really likes and like enjoying. I don't and if it's like a sequel, if it's Uncharted three, like did they play Uncharted one or two or whatever? Yeah. Um, so in the review, I would I'm going to say like there's going to be a section that says like games that are similar that I played and games that are similar that I haven't played. I, I haven't really played Far Cry three, but I did play Far Cry four, um, but not that much. Right. So I'm kind of like, and I didn't play like one or any of them before that either. That's a smart idea because I mean, games are like music; it's so subjective. So it's like you know, if you've played one that's similar, then you know that then the reader knows that you know what you're talking about, or at least that you have a. <coughs> you know, a base of knowledge, you know, regarding like how you're approaching the review or whatever. Right. And like the, the past discussion we just had is a good example. Like Assassin's Creed, like if you've played Assassin's Creed, like one through syndicate and you play syndicate and you're just like, this is the same shit still. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then Dan who hasn't played it plays it and just like, yo, this is awesome. You can like jump from a tower and stab someone in the neck. Like Mm -hmm. that's been in every game, but you like, yeah, but you know, Brett has. You know, Brett might have seen that a thousand times over nine games, and Yo, Dan's just seeing it for the first time, and that's. I still too. complain about it when I play the game, and it gives me the tutorial. Yeah, it's like they should have an option in there and be like, "Yo, have you been playing this since 2007?" Yeah, <laughs> you don't need the tutorial anymore for Assassin's Creed. It's like I'm going through uh, Rogue, and it's like, "Hey, buddy, remember how to." hide in bushes i'm like i was just <laughs> it's like come on i've been doing this since 2001 bro <laughs> or well not seven i guess that's uh 2000 uh, that's Assassin's creed three so yeah no i um yeah no and i agree so to answer your question uh i played the most the i didn't play like one or i played a little bit of two didn't really play three and I played the most I played of four or the most far cry I played was number four. And I, and I did maybe like 20 hours of it. Um, yeah. and so that's important because someone could be playing far cry primal and just be like, this is the same shit. Cause I can see it. I'm like this, this looks very similar to far cry four, but I didn't get burnt out on far cry four yet. Yeah. So far cry primal is still kind of fresh to me. Like it's still cool to see this giant map of like things you can hunt and, and shit. Um, yeah. I have Far Cry 3, and I also have Far Cry Blood Dragon, which I haven't played yet. They're on my to-do list. So I'm looking forward to playing them, and then we can talk more. Yeah. Um, I, Blood Dragon was like the 80s one or whatever, right? Like the weird... Yeah, everyone everyone says Blood Dragon's like really dope, so I'm looking forward to getting into that. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, that's like how the reviews kind of... That's some of the stuff that's just how I'm going to do reviews. Um I, I don't know thoughts do you does any of that kind of like think you make you guys think that's stupid or mm, not me I don't, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair because i i don't know what i'm doing so i'm just i kind of just i, was I think it sounds good all right cool so on to on to my thoughts on far cry primal um like i said it's pretty similar to four um in that you have this big open world there's like the same icons it looks like of like the animals you can hunt in each area and mm-hmm. you still like you know you have to like um still kind of cut open uh animals to like upgrade your stuff and and whatnot like structurally uh it's very very similar to four uh which you know is either good or bad depending on what you thought of four i like it i'm enjoying it a lot it's it's a lot of fun. The the combat is like really cool. It's sneaking around right. and, and shooting the arrows and stuff like that. It's a little more like the, the combat's a little more simplistic because there's no like guns. Um, 
but it kind of works in its favor because it's just like it's just like Neanderthals hitting each other with clubs and and rocks and shit. It's pretty funny. Um, <laughs> Story wise, the like I think what Far Cry three and four were kind of remembered were the like awesome villains. Mm-hmm. Um, but story wise, it's not, there isn't really much of a story. It's just like you are in this land and there's another tribe and you hate that tribe. Uh, not surprising. Classic. Yeah. It's not surprising really though. It's, it's takes place in 10,000 BC. Um, mm-hmm. so I mean, like what, what were you really expecting? Um, how, how far, how far into it are you? Uh, maybe like six, seven, eight hours or so into it. Um, some of that You're almost done. Like you think you're near the end? No, 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 not at all. Okay, uh, I heard. Let me rephrase that question. Okay. Story wise, do you think you're near the end? No. Okay. I don't think so. Um, I don't know what my official. I don't know what my percentages. I heard that like to hundred percent the game, it's like a 25, 30 hour game. Really? That's what I read online. I don't know. I'll once hmm. I I do plan on like platinum the game. Um, gain hundred percent. Oh, so yeah, that's yeah. the other thing in the review, because uh, it's Steve Crane reviewing the game. And Steve Crane loves trophies. And I'll be completely honest, like, the, the ease of trophies, like, matters in a game to me. So that's going to, like, affect the score. And probably a lot of people don't like that. But that's just, like, that's me. I'm reviewing the game as, like, Steve Crane. I, I, it's not like I need some sort of blanket review for all of, like, Toronto game devs. Like, it's just, like, me reviewing the game, and I love trophies. I'm not going to, like, if it's a hard platinum, I'm not going to shit on it and give it a 4 out of 10, like some people, Brett. But... What? Um, <laughs> what? No. It's a 4 out of 10 game for me right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, if it's... Uh, if if Trophies are just important to me. I'll just say that. How about that? Good. So it kind of, like, plays into, like, what I think of a game. Like... Some of my happiest gaming memories are just like getting a trophy <laughs> or getting a lot of trophies or something like that. So mm. uh, back to back to Far Cry. Um, it's yeah. So there's no multiplayer either. Uh, that's good or bad. I didn't play any of the multiplayer in four. Uh, I think there was like co-op missions and stuff, right? Um, and <clears throat> oh, what, what was that? Sorry. All right, bro. <laughs> Yeah, it was actually a stretch. I forgot that I was uh, live here. <laughs> <laughs> I think I might have to edit that out. <laughs> I, I do that subconsciously. I thought he got assassinated. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. oh, man. Oh. Ubisoft appeared. <laughs> Took me out. Um, I totally, it's hilarious. I totally do that subconsciously. I was just doing like a massive stretch <laughs> in the middle of your thing. Sorry. Dude. That's awesome. Yeah, just a uh, timestamp. <laughs> yeah, I have my time stamp. Just time. keep it in. Uh, yeah, whatever. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm I'm not too far. Really, the story I'm at right now is just like building up the village that I'm that I'm currently inhabiting. The like the one thing that I really do not like about the game is there's uh, there's these missions where you kind of like embody like spiritual animals. Ooh, I'm uh, liking it. And so there's been two. So I controlled like a a bird, like a owl thing, and then I can you afterwards you can you can sort of like use that owl to like scale the land and like see where enemies are and stuff like that ahead of like going in it's actually it's very, kind of, it's very game of thrones oh is it have you do you watch game of thrones no no oh yeah there's there's uh i can't remember what they're called but uh, a couple characters in game of thrones have have the ability to like spiritually embody uh, different animals like a fox or i see a wolf or a bird yeah I'm so sh- 
it's like that. Um, and it's actually, it's a cool concept in terms of like getting like, you know, playing out your attack sort of thing. If you want to kind of go stealthy. Uh, and then the other one was, uh, I was like an elephant, I think. And I had to like kill rhinos and stuff like that. However, it's, it, although it's cool, it like controls terribly. Like just these sections, like being the elephant specifically was just like not fun at all. Um, and I had these rhinos like charging at me and, and the, the attacking, like I would like attack with like my trunk and didn't really know if I was hitting the animals I was fighting. Like it would just like, it really missed the spot. And I was just playing this. I'm like, I'm like, I bought this game to like shoot arrows and, and hit shit with clubs, not like be an elephant. And so I haven't like done any more of his missions. Cause I'm just like, I don't want to like control some shitty alligator that can't like do anything. So that's like my one like kind of negative side on the game right now. Everything else yeah. though, I mean, if you're like, like if you want like an open RP, open world like first person shooter, like yo, Far Cry Primal is solid, solid choice. Cool. No, yeah, not ready to give a score just yet. I, I want to see the whole story play out, but, um, but it's it's solid. Like I I'm enjoying it. I don't regret yeah. buying it. Um, it. It misses the spots, misses its hits, I guess, a few spots, but overall the package is pretty dope. So it's first person. Yeah. And how does it look when you're when you're controlling an elephant? Uh well so the the elephant like controlling part was it's more like a psychedelic dream thing. Like your character's not there. Like right. you you basically drink like there's like shaman like kind of character mm. and you just drink weird shit that he has and then you kind of like have this like vision of I feel like Brett just has a giant smile on his face right now. But you basically just <laughs> <laughs> you basically just like control this like you're like a, in a vision area. The art of uh, the art of that the level vision quest, bro. The vision, there you go. So the art of that level is like really cool because it's not like the typical like foliage and stuff like that. Like it's all like psychedelic colors and stuff. Um, oh, but it just kind of misses the spots on gameplay. Like just controlling. I don't and I don't know. Maybe the other ones are better, but like the first the first couple like were not that great. Interesting. So, uh, I'll have the final review like sometime next week. Uh, patrons will get it first, um, and then and then I'll go on the site and I'll I'll have a, like a review page. Like it won't be a news item; it'll actually be like a review section of the site. So, mm-hmm. great. If you have any thoughts, cool. uh, tweet at me. Especially the trophy thing. I'm I'm wondering if like if I mention trophies in the reviews, people will just be like, "Don't tell us about your trophies." Yeah, it's it's your thing, you know. Yeah. Go for it. <clears throat> I, I don't know if the trophies... Well, maybe it does work. I don't know. Th- that being said, the trophies are pretty easy so far. It's just like kind of... There isn't... Uh, there's no missable. There's no difficulty stacking ones. Uh, you get a silver for just doing the tutorial. Pretty pretty nice. <laughs> mm. The game also has a really, really... Probably one of the cooler intros I've ever seen. Where it kind of starts... It says like 2016. And then it starts like counting down. And in the background is like noise from like those years, so it go it counts down to like 1940, and it it starts you hear like World War II noises, and then it counts down to like the 1800s, and it's sort of like industrial noises and stuff like that, and just keeps counting down to 10,000 BC. It's really cool, like like just like this game takes place 10,000 BC. Like let's just go there right now, and so it's a really cool intro. I saw it, I was just like, damn, that's actually kind of clever. So yeah. Um, and that's it for now for Far Cry. I'll uh, we'll have more ne- or I'll have more next week. Do you guys plan on picking it up? Like Brad, I know you said you're gonna just wait till it goes on sale, right? Yeah. Um, but I'm gonna be playing the other Far Cry games, so yeah. So we can maybe even like kind of just give our opinion, like what you think of three blood or three and uh, Blood Dragon, and what I think Word. of Primal. So, 
Um, Dan, are you like a Far Cry fan? Have you played any of them? Or um, I, I generally am not a. Uh, I mean, I'm generally not a first person shooter fan in general. Right. Yeah, I just. Yeah, you know, I think I mentioned it before when when all my friends were getting completely awesome at first person shooters during the 007 era. I was just I fell so far behind that it was really discouraging because I couldn't play with anybody. They would just like wipe me off the board, like snipe me like from a kilometer away. I was just like, okay, I can't even play this game. You guys are way too good. <laughs> so I just never really, uh, never really dove into it. I'm I, like, I'm that guy when you're playing multiplayer who's got his like uh, pistol in the air, running around, look at the sky. That's me. Nice. Well, there's no pistols in this one, so. <laughs> Well, your bow and arrow in the air, looking at the sky, <laughs> running around, cool. or the ground. <laughs> Did you guys see that picture I sent you on Skype? That's what I was confused about. <laughs> you sent us a picture. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, after the podcast, I'll look at it. <laughs> um, that was humorous, though. So we're we're we actually went past. I have no idea how we talked for an hour and ten minutes, but we should. Yo, uh, if you want me to just ramble on about Assassin's Creed, I can talk about that game. <laughs> forever <laughs> yeah that's true uh no we should we should wrap this up so you can follow the adventures of brett uh at brett meeser at tp smoke at game dev drinks at great ham jam which i guess is now you won't be tweeting from that anymore and, yeah that'll uh, be dormant for now yeah and at tp smoke um and you can follow the adventures of dan at composing dan on twitter you yep. thanks to jake bunno for the intro thanks to dan uh for the outro uh share this on i on Twitter and all that stuff. Like us on all that other stuff. <laughs> Review us on iTunes. Subscribe. All those good things. Nice. 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 All right. See, see, you. see you next week. Later.